You're listening to V for Vertigo, episode 92. Something kind of vertigo going on here. I've been seeing fables in my dreams. I've been laying scalped out here for hours in this swamp in New Orleans. I've been reading spells from books and magic, trying just to help bless trails to you. Feeling like a loser, so, so tragic. Feeling like I'm left to preach at all the time spent moving all so slow It's something kind of vertigo Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo Where I'm in the air, everywhere Streaming on the vast worldwide web And this podcast is one man's journey To the world of all things Vertigo Comics Because everything else is just picture books I'm your host, Mark, the Packers win the Super Bowl, Johnson, and this week's spoiler-filled review will cover why The Last Man, Kimono Dragon, by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrera. And did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Of course, everyone did. Well, this is a comic book podcast, so there might be a chance that you did not. And if you didn't, skip ahead a few minutes. Now, while I knew the... Packers were going to win. I didn't think they'd make it as close as they did. And the game itself was very... Eh. It looked to be a blowout. And then the Steelers came back like they always seem to. And then it got tougher. And then the Packers couldn't like catch any balls. They didn't have their hands on balls. As the Black Mamba says. But overall, I would say it was a somewhat good game. Uh, my problem, oh man, if you follow me on Twitter, you know what my problem was. Well, first of all, the black IPs, the halftime show was like, oh. I, th- I think I can safely say that uh, pretty much everyone is sick of the black IPs. I'm gonna feel it. I mean, it's 2011. They were big in what? 2008, I think. Uh, it's, it's like, why the black IVs? I, I, like, I didn't think it could get any worse from the who. And it's like, oh, the black IVs. I think their 15 minutes is up. And they really can't top the whole shutting down Shy town and getting everyone to dance. It's, no, you can't, you can't top that. The sound system sucked, but they had like the weirdest shit going on, man. It was like straight out of Tron. They had people wearing these suits that are flashing. It looked like a part rave too with the glow sticks and everything. And people had boxes on their heads. I was like, what? Huh? But I, I, the halftime show though, it really sucks. And then what, what made it even weirder? It, it's like it wasn't just the Black Eyed Peas that performed. Because then you had... You heard I I heard a guitar riff of Sweet Child of Mine, you know. I'm like, is something on playing in my computer? Is that where's that noise coming from? Someone neighbor bumping it up? And then no, it's a Super Bowl and then you're like, Oh, there's Slash And then Fergie sings uh Sweet Child of Mine, you're like, Oh, she really sucks at it. It sounds like me singing Sweet Child of Mine. You're like, Oh, like why and then you and then I wondered anyway, man, 
I would have much preferred the Guns N' Roses perform this. Just singing their old shit. Even as fucked up as Axl Rose's face looked. Like, I would have much preferred Guns N' Roses. And then, I think after, Usher came down or popped up. He came from somewhere. I don't know where he came from. He came from somewhere. And you're like, oh, Usher. You're like, oh. I would have even preferred Usher. And he could have had that little Bieber kid for like a minute or two. And then throw his annoying ass out. But man, Black Eyed Peas are not good. I'm look-wise, set-wise. It's all weird. It's weird. Maybe I should have... Uh, been more than buzzed. Maybe had another mudslide, and then I would have liked it, or been high. Then I would have been like, "Oh, okay, I get it." But that was a terrible halftime show. And you know what else was bad? The the commercials. Like, uh, it started off really good. I think the best commercials were the uh, Doritos ones. The weirdest commercials were the Bud Light ones and Budweiser. I didn't get those. They tried to be funny, but they're just like. Weird. Except for that one where the pug jumped through the door. But the Doritos probably won it. And then, of course, the awesome movie trailers. I'm so hyped. I might actually go to the theater this year. Last year, I went to The Expendables. I think that was it. Nah, it's got to be another one. Right? Uh, maybe, maybe I just did see one movie in the theater last year. I saw a lot of movies, though, but I didn't pay for any of them. But this year, I want to go to Thor, for sure. Captain America, I'm on the fence about. It looks to be alright, but mm, I don't know if I'm going to rush out to watch that. Transformers 3 looks awesome. And Cowboys and Aliens look surprisingly good. I never even... I haven't seen anything up till now. And then, the one with the gayest title, but also looks good, is... uh, Battle for Los Angeles or something, because you're like, oh, really? It's just it's a mouthful. I don't even know if that's the complete title, but it's a mouthful. And uh, you're like, well, I'm like, uh, why why LA? Because the I guess in the trailer, the the aliens are taking over or colonizing for resources. Now, because of the title and the fact that what I saw. Everything was in LA. I'm gonna assume that they're trying to colonize or take over the resources of just LA. But barring a volcano with Tommy Lee Jones or the La Brea tar pits, what the hell's in LA? We don't even like LA. No one likes LA except for the people that live in LA. I live in California, and if LA dropped into the ocean or SoCal, who would give a shit? So that's weird, but the special effects look good, and uh, yeah, what else? Uh, so the special effects look good, and what it's the special effects look as good as Skyline. While I only watched, I don't know, ten, maybe twenty minutes, probably more like fifteen, of Skyline, the special effects look really good. But that was such a shitty movie. Now I don't want to make this comparison because I haven't actually seen the entirety entirety of skyline or i haven't seen battle obviously um what's interesting is that uh 
okay, we'll say the special effects are the same and they're cheaper to make than when Independence Day did it. But um, uh, unlike Skyline, Skyline, the the problem with Skyline is you had I don't know how it was like six characters, five or six or whatever, all in a skyline, all in an apartment with a skyline view. I think it was in L.A. too. And they watched the entire battle taking place from their apartment. I didn't uh, watch that movie long enough to see when the aliens came to their building, which I think they did, because I remember from the trailer. But it's just so weird. It's like, wait, I'm not... So you're just... It's like a film within a film, because you're watching them who's watching the battle. But battle looks awesome, because... You're following them who's fighting the battle. So hopefully that movie will be good. Might have to see another trailer or two. And then the last thing I saw that caught my eye. I've never seen any other movies in the theater. But I think I might go to this one. It's Fast and Furious 5. Or is it called Furious 5? 5 Fast, 5 Furious? I don't know. Whatever it's called. That looks uh, pretty good. So I'm going to have to go watch that in the theater. I have two free passes. I need to... Uh, pick two movies i don't know movies coming out first might be cowboys and aliens um that might i might go see that by default but so yeah but the rest of the commercials they all went downhill um after first quarter first quarter or after the first half maybe and they just got boring but enough about the super bowl and now the Steelers could suck my unit. Let's talk about why. And now it's time for the rundown. So, why the last man, Kimono Dragon, by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrera. And do I really, really, really need to recap? So, what at York? Or not? Hmm. I don't know. They're in Japan. And they decide to split up the Australian chick and the Dr. Man go to Fine Man's mother. While Yorick and 355 go to find something. Oh, the monkey. Um, I don't know which boring plot I want to talk about. We'll go with plot A. So plot A. They don't find the monkey. They find... Uh, Japanese cop who's a hooker. No, 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 no. A pimp. And then uh, turns out uh, Ampersand is with the Yakuza. Now, is there a Yakuza when all the men are dead? I don't know. Um, what's her name from Kill Bill would say? Yeah, probably. But it's it's all women led by a white Canadian pop star. That makes no sense, right? So, after a failed rescue attempt, 355 gets captured. And suddenly she doesn't mind killing people. But it's too rough on her. That came out of nowhere. And then, uh, someone else, oh, Yorick, gets captured. And they escape somehow. I think, uh, the uh, Tokyo cop betrays them or makes the Yakuza look lose confidence in their gaijin leader i don't know and they get the monkey uh york apparently has no sex with all these hot japanese chicks um 
I don't even remember. Does the pop star die? I don't know. Who cares? Try to get the monkey back. That's what I'm trying to say. Then plot B. Uh, her uh, her man's mother's home is destroyed, and then the ninja. Remember the ninja who was in uh for like five seconds, and then it was in San Francisco and took the monkey. Uh, the monkey escapes her. Should mention that at some point. So the ninja's following them, and then she, man finds her mother. Her mother stabs the Aussie. And of course, since the Aussie is um, semi-conscious, suffering from a wound, lying on a table or bed or whatever, she tells man that, I betrayed you, I'm actually a spy for my captain. I have no idea what accent that was. But, of course, I mean, because that's that's what they all do in this, this entire series is, if you're delirious... And you're conscious, unconscious, semi-conscious. You're going to move the plot along by telling what's wrong. Right? Um, the ninja comes and there's a little fight. And Dr. Man, of course, says she's gay and went to Harvard. She knows how to fence. Yeah. I don't know. She loses. And Man takes the mother. Oh, not Man. Ninja takes the mother in exchange for the monkey... And there's like a bunch of flash. There's like flashbacks with 355, with man, with the Israeli chick, and that's pretty much the entire trade. Oh, oh, no, no, I forget. So they get to the flashback with the altar. I don't, know, I don't even know what name that is, altar. Uh, with the Israeli chick. Her and her friends drive a few tanks in fucking Bodunk, Kansas. I don't even know which is more confusing there. Um, and then they find out where the York's going to France, cause you know, gotta, gotta have a, a showdown, you gotta build it up to France, for some reason, Beth's going to France, York's eventually gonna go to France, the Israelis are gonna go to France, and you gotta figure 355 and Man will go to France, gotta go to France, gotta go to France, whatever, gotta get there somehow, and so that's, uh, and oh, I talk about their flashbacks, but it's all stereotypical bullshit, predictable, woe is me, child, teenage angst, very boring, very predictable. Fairy doesn't bring anything new. Alright, that's it for the summary. Now, while I'm losing my throat, for some strange reason, now, I don't know where to start off with this shitty book, shitty story, shitty whatever. As much shit as I give why... And rightly so, because it's horrible. I will say this. The pacing of Y is generally fast. If if that is the... Well, the art's not bad. The art's not bad. Uh, the problem is everyone still looks hot. But uh, CW art aside, it's not bad. But the pacing is... It's, it's, yeah, I would say it's good for the type of story he's trying to tell. Uh, it doesn't feel, what is this, eight trades? It doesn't feel like four years has passed in this world. On on the other hand, since Y is written so badly, it feels like years have been sucked from me. Just like, <laughs> oh, there goes my compliment. So, alright, 
There's something I never noticed before because I'm slow and have had tons of things to complain about from characterization. Oh, the dialogue's not been that bad. There was actually a line or two in this book where I go, okay, characterization, plot holes, convenience, um, whatever, weird shit, Uh, whatever. I've had a million things to complain about. Amazing how much I can keep complaining in every book, even though the story is exactly the same, right? Well, here's something I never noticed before. I think I noticed it now because I was flipping through the head. And this is somewhat thick. That's what she said. And I really wanted to get it done. <laughs> that is also what she said. <laughs> All right. So, now, if you if you get compared to the prequels, that's generally a bad thing. Unless it's money made, right? So, I'm going to compare why if i haven't done it before i don't think i've noticed this before but if i if i'm repeating myself uh forgive me i hate it when people uh tell me the same shit so while i was flipping ahead to see oh my god how much longer to get to this shit i noticed that there's a lot of standing around and talking like the prequels or sitting and talking they're just sitting standing and talking a lot of talking 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 Okay, so, I'll be reading it. You know, if the pace is fast, it moves along. Move it along, move it along. Moves along at a good clip, whatever. And then in between the plot holes and the mind-numbing, nonsensical action, the, after all that shit happens, the characters meet up, and then they talk for, like, two to four pages, where you just see these... Just grab, your, grab your book of why, flip through any one of them, you'll be like, oh, there's... There's, you, you'll see the dialogue bubbles, and then suddenly you'll see, like, pages of dialogue, of talk bubbles, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of text. And you're like, oh, and then my eyes go, oh. It's like, oh, everything was going so fast, I couldn't finish this. And then the text, and then they just talk, talk, and talk, and it, it messes, it fucks with the pacing of the book. Because Why the Last Man is not a talkative deep book. And it's not it's not even one of those points where, you know, we've got to, let's stop here where we explain everything to the audience and the main character. Or we'll have some revelation. It's just, oh, we got to explain something. I think in this trade, they had to explain that Tokyo Cops pass at one point. The Yakuza and the Canadian chick and the monkey and then York's background. And then whatever. Everything got explained. Uh, it's weird. It's When you hit those points, it's it's like why tries to get deep. And I think it could have. If it was written by someone a little better. Oh, uh, I mean, Brian K. Vaughn's a fine television writer. Like, his dialogue's witty enough and smart enough for TV. Fucking, it sucks in the comic book form. Well, not bad if... Maybe maybe he can do Spider-Man uh, with one character, but all the other characters. Jesus. But yeah, man, that sitting and talking, standing and talking. It, it might not be so bad if the plots weren't the same. And so in, in each book and then so are the situations. It'll go like this. Uh, they split up somehow. I don't know. Voluntarily or not. There's trouble. 
There's a gun or a bar or some object fighting. They hit, shot, stabbed, whatever, disarmed, killed or not, injured or not. And there's calm down discussion. It's like it's like a clockwork. Tick tock, tick tock. Now, I'm not sure which plot I care about less. That sounds like really weird English. I care about less. But I hate more. That actually makes more sense. The A plot or the B plot. Like, the Yakuza. With the... It's like, what? Okay. I, 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 could, I guess I could see there being a Yakuza post all the men dying. No, not really. But I guess. And then, like, some white Canadian chick runs it. And then it's like... No. I and then there, and then there's like a robot whore. What? This is it's crazy. And then there's man, her mom, the Aussie, and the ninja, and that whole. No, oh, you're gay. That's not my real name. My real name is. Well, I don't even know what her real name is. Ayuko. And then oh, my dad cheated on with the ugly Chinese chick, doctor assistant. Oh, I hate you. This is the love of my life in college. I'm gay. Why are you leaving me? Blah, blah, blah. I just, you can't see me, but I rolled my eyes. And I rolled my eyes, uh, and I was reading that shit. Now, it's because there aren't enough characters named Beth. There's like another Beth in here. That makes, what, three? Uh, we'll say Beth A is York's girlfriend. Um, uh, excuse me, fiance. And then the one he hooked up with and had a kid is Beth B. And then Beth B decided to name her daughter Beth C. I might be missing one. I may, there might be another Beth. I, I don't know. But that's three Beths in the book. Now, aside from, you know, Yorick and Hero, which, eh, it's really lazy writing. Uh, and 355, does that even a name? Everyone has rather boring, uh, white names. Even fucking the Chinese-Japanese chick doctor has a white name, for God's sakes. She can't go by Yuko. She gotta go by, what is her first name? I don't know, Dr. Man. That's, uh, and it's, it actually, uh, all these names, while it's not as bad as this horrible book I just read called Unwind uh it's still really bad in that book everyone was named it's not now I want to say Tom Dick and Harry but it's not that bad it's probably really close and if they don't have names it's it's something like mailman pawnbroker oh and there that that author was too lazy to make up names for minor characters when all the other characters had boring names and then what's funny is, if they didn't have a name, they weren't important. If they had a name, then you'd see them later. So they were only by like 8 to 10 people, maybe. I don't know. But I'm saying from the side of the point, Unwind is a horrible book. So, uh, some things that don't make sense. We'll just do that for the rest of why. Some things that don't make sense. Maybe I should make a bumper. Why the last man? Things that don't make sense. Number one. 
Israel's somehow getting tanks on American soil, multiple tanks, and driving them to Kansas. Number two, Dr. Man showing no fighting skill whatsoever for eight trades by using a sword. Number three, a male android. I was going to say robot, but a male android? Number four, a Canadian pop star being in charge of the Yakuza. Number five, well, yeah, there's others, but those are the major ones. So, as I said before, there are a lot of flashbacks, at least three, probably more. Um, yeah. Um, and they all they all bothered me, cause uh, you know. But after it felt like after eight trades, it would probably was a good idea to give Doctor Man some kind of story or flashback, or for some kind of story and background, so they gave her a flashback. Now, now why I didn't care for any of it. The only thing I found out was, uh, you know, Man's mom was hot when she was younger. And what was interesting is that she was a lot hotter than the mistress uh, Man's dad had. And she just said, weird, look weird. But, whatever. I don't know. That's probably it. And as always, I still don't understand the title. Kimono Dragons. I think it has something to do with dragons, uh, the mistress said, but she was talking about like three or four toed dragons. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. If you haven't noticed, I want to hang myself every week I talk about why. So I don't care. I don't, I don't care about this trade. I don't care about the story. It sucks. Can't wait till it's over. Now, I don't know why I'm giving this book a two. It is a two on the Mark Critic score. I, I want to put it lower, but I think I, that would, like I said before, that would make the SNM one be higher. That one's far worse than this one. This one's still pretty bad. They like to sit and talk, stand and talk. So, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Only two more trades for this shit, and I'm done. That's like a month. Ooh. Uh, as always, appreciate it if you left me some feedback on iTunes. Next week's pick will be the Unknown Soldier Easy Kill. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, complaints, email me at vertigocast at gmail.com. And go to the comicforums.com and buy my cheap comics and tr- movies. Buy three, get one free. It's cheap. It's cheap. I'm not lying to you. It's all cheap. And yeah, oh, and there's a lot of stuff. If you like stuff on this show, you'll uh, get it for a good deal. See what's coming up. Visit the website at vforvertigo.blogspot.com. I'm also part of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at comicspodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash hellsfire. And remember, the Packers won the Super Bowl, bitches. And like that. 